This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I've been doing a lot of speaking and training recently on building your team with rock stars, not rocks. And one of the things that has come out of this program is the idea that not just who are your rock stars and how do you find rock stars, how do you hire rock stars, how do you keep rock stars, it's also about who you as a leader and a manager and as an organization, what you and the organization need to be. In other words, who do you have to be? What do you need to do? What should be in place to attract and retain rock stars? In one of the events that I gave this presentation, someone come up to me later and said, that presentation triggered me. And I was a little shocked because I didn't think it was a horrible presentation. I didn't think I called anybody out. But what she went on to say is that she didn't feel she had ever been a rock star or an A player, that she was probably a B player, might even have been a C player. She was feeling guilty about it. As we delved further, she shared with me that it was a toxic environment. Her manager was a micromanager. And she definitely didn't feel she was thriving there. So I go back to, it's not just about the rock stars or the other people or the employees. There are two sides to this coin. And it is, what's the culture of the organization? Who are you as a manager or a leader? What's your style? To be helpful, we've come up with the 10 ways you drive your rock stars away. Number one, you micromanage. People need some room to do their jobs. They need autonomy and freedom to be accountable, make decisions. They need to be empowered. And if their manager or direct supervisor is essentially standing over them, scrutinizing every detail, that is restrictive and debilitating. Micromanaging is the absolute opposite of empowering. Number two. Managers who never appreciate their rock stars will help drive those rock stars away. If they don't feel valued, why should they stay? Employees who believe their managers can name their strengths are 71% more likely to feel engaged and energized. Here's another statistic. 
Engagement plummets to 2% among teams with managers who ignore their employees, compared to 61% for teams led by managers who focus on strengths. And I'll say more about strengths in a bit, but there also needs to be feeling appreciated and valued. You need to feel like you are part of something bigger and that you're important and that what you do matters. Leading into number three, one way to drive your rock stars away is to not include them in the vision, to not help them understand why their role and their responsibilities are crucial to the workings of the organization. Because if they're not, then what's the point? If what somebody is doing is not necessary and not valuable, then they shouldn't be doing those things. Number four, not giving your rock stars a pathway to advance to where they feel stuck is going to make them consider leaving and potentially actually leave. So what is that pathway to advance? Is it leadership? Is it becoming an expert in their field? Is it being able to go an an inch wide and a mile deep in their particular area of expertise? Number five, shut them down when they have an idea. Most of the leaders that we talk to say that they want employees, staff, team members who take initiative. But if every time somebody takes initiative and they're shut down with, that won't work, we tried that, that's not how we do things here, that's not what we need, that there's no time for that, we just need to focus on the priorities and the grass fires and the emergencies right now, they're going to stop bringing ideas. Number six, you will drive rock stars away if they don't have a mentor or a coach. And I don't mean going out and hiring a professional coach, although that's not a horrible idea. What I mean is someone that they feel cares about their professional development, can be a model for them, can help them up the ladder, so to speak. Now, that mentor or coach does not have to be you if you are not the mentoring or coaching type. Hopefully there is some sort of mentoring program, whether it's formal or informal, in your organization. If not, consider implementing one. Number seven, not emphasizing the importance of self-care. Now, I don't mean that you have to get all touchy-feely in your organization. That's not everybody's personality. But the welfare of your team members, your employees, your staff should be of concern, especially in the current environment, which seems to keep going on and on and on with COVID and political divide and racial unrest. Stress levels 
are increasing. Some people are reaching out for help outside of their workplaces, but the workplaces need to emphasize self-care. Again, that doesn't mean you, the manager or leader, have to be a therapist or play that role, but it means you are flexible. You offer opportunities or solutions for your people to get the help they need, whether it's through benefits or compensation, a wellness program, bringing in outside consultants and trainers to talk about some of these issues and ways that they can care for themselves better. If your organization isn't already implementing some kind of a wellness program, you're going to go the way of the dinosaurs. The workforce, the way it is now, they are looking for companies where they feel like they have a purpose and that they don't have to choose between their work life and their home life nearly as much as, say, we or the people in the workforce generations before us did. Number eight, another way to drive your employees, your rock star employees away, is to not know their strengths. If someone is consistently frustrated that their skills and gifts and strengths aren't being utilized to the fullest, and they're feeling purposeless or at least not able to fulfill their purpose, they are going to find another way to do it, to get that purpose fulfilled. There have been countless studies, especially talking about millennials in the workforce, but I believe that this is becoming true and true of many generations right now, is that they are looking for work with a purpose. They're not looking for an office job nine to five. They're looking for work where they feel it matters. They're fulfilling a purpose in the world. It's important. They feel valued. And especially with the huge low unemployment rate right now, they will find those organizations. Number nine not paying them what they're worth. Sometimes employees will trade some monetary compensation for that feeling of worthiness and purpose, but that only goes so far. If people consistently feel undervalued, whether that's because they're not getting the acknowledge and feedback they need, same is true for the salary. All of it needs to be in place and somewhat balanced. And then the 10th way to drive your rock stars away is to not give them honest feedback in a constructive, respectful, and gracious way. We have said before, everyone wants to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. We're actually adding a fourth to that little litany, which is to feel relevant, that they matter, that they're not invisible, 
that they don't just disappear into the woodwork. So taking this list of the 10 ways to drive rockstar employees away, what do you need to change? What do you need to change in yourself, your management style, your leadership style? What does your organization need to do to change? If you truly want rock stars on your team, and I don't understand why you wouldn't, then who do you need to be in order to attract and keep those rock stars? If this is something we can help you with to figure out what your rock star qualities are, how to find them, how to keep them, and what you and your organization need to do to facilitate all of that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us, www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive. Mm-hmm.